Listen in. Thanks for doing just that. Music, music has some sort of magical, maybe mystical thing happening that couldn't be more sucked in. I love it. You see, I want to live life better, unless I'm in some sort of funk and all I want to do is wallow. Songs, artists, musicians, lyrics—they help me in all sides of life. They're like lifts in my shoes. I walk a little taller. My shoulders are on my back. Yeah. Bring on life. Bring it completely on. So I'm full of questions, and I listen in. Luckily, or hopefully, I travel with a recorder and open SM58 microphones. You've got questions. I've got more. I'm Frank Jenks. I began listening with a syndicated radio program, interspersing conversation pieces with songs and subject matter. And now, I just want to offer this fullness, the greatness, the insight directly from rock stars to you this way. Check it. You're going to check that real one. Check two, two. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. Is that what you always say when you check in the... Yeah. In the microphone. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. Two, yeah. Hey, three. Why do Why do we say that, Debbie? Is it just? Is, do you want to say that? Do you, do you also say like check so you get that kind of hard sound? Check. Too? Yeah. You, you get in. You get in that nice attack. Yeah. Um, but also, I think for me, because our very first sound guy, who was super pro, you know, and yeah. taught us all how to be mm. on the road. You know, we were just young, young right, kids. Sure. I mean, I was barely 21 on our first tour, and yeah. our tour manager had tour managed for all these bands, and you know, um, had all this road experience. And so he always he always did specific words and sounds, and mm-hmm. I think I just kind of subconsciously yeah. absorbed that. And do you know where that guy is right now? Chuck Orozco, hell yeah, he's working, uh, he is working for, he does like uh, the Kimmel show, he does Ellen DeGeneres show. Oh, really? He, he actually got off the road and, and focuses now, he's he's a pretty big time sound guy on, on ho- in the Hollywood TV scene. Oh, really? Yeah. So he's kind of got, let's let's be off the road and make a make yep. a life for himself, I guess, right? Yeah, you know, he he uh, toured for a long time and... and uh, he was a decent amount older than me, so at, at a yeah. certain point in time, I mean, obviously, when you get a, offered a gig like the Jimmy Kimmel show or the yeah. Ellen show or something, I mean, right. that's that's a pretty high profile gig. Pays very well, offers a lot of comforts. So you can stay home and have yeah. your bed and your your. Uh, I wonder what their work days are. I mean, do you think do you think they're actually there at like ten a.m. and they're gone at six p.m. or are they they're at nine and gone at nine? You know what I mean? I wonder. You know, I, being a sound I, guy, it seems like you'd kind of get the gig after a while. You know. Yeah. No. I mean, it, it could be very, very cush. I, I haven't talked to him about specifics yeah. like, like, yeah. you know, how how long his day is or right. things like that. But I mean, I know he's loving it. So. So is he miking bands and everything? Is he doing that, or is he just literally the sound guy working the board? Oh, I'm sure he's doing both. I'm oh, sure is he? Oh, okay. So he's probably got. There's probably a pretty good amount of. Well, when you're on a TV show, when do you have to? How early do you have to go in usually? We've never never played a TV show. Oh, yeah, we got offered the the Craig Kilborn show one yeah. time way back in the day. Yeah, um, but we were on tour at the time, and it was going to be a really inconvenient mm-hmm. uh, scenario for us, and so we actually turned it down, mm. and then never got another offer. <laughs> this is why you don't say no, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, it it was going to be pretty crazy, so it was probably for the best. Yeah, yeah. 
Okay, you know I'm a lyric guy, right? Yeah, so I, I heard that about you. Yeah, <laughs> as if we haven't talked about him so many different times. Uh, and Sides, right? The song Sides on yeah. the new record off of Oblivion? Yeah. That it, kind of a don't sell your soul sort of an idea there? Is that where you're coming down on it? Yeah, I mean... Um, Tonight you better pick a side, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so I, I, I took a, tried to take a big picture from the top of the sky. In, in general, it, it's about... It's about, you know, the light and the dark, you know, and, and the, the classic um, good and the bad. But it's it's kind of about, you know, coming out of the the darkness and and seeing the light and, and making that decision to not be of the darkness. So is are dollars part of the darkness? Absolutely feels like it oh yeah there's even though we do it every day we're trying to gather more dollars you know it's funny yeah money is is just is one of the primary ways that we're controlled and ruled i mean there's there's not a lot of positivity in in that how do you think you write songs like this differently now that you have a have a child in your life i you know it just changes your perspective of of everything all at the same time <clears throat> you know it changes the way you view every aspect of everything and and uh for me that, that was kind of cool because 34 years of my life had been a certain way and i looked at things a certain way and i wrote from a certain place and then i had a baby and and it's you know definitely even, even just finding out about the pregnancy mm-hmm. changes the way you see things and and uh as i'm sure you know and yeah um, so it, it was pretty cool, you know. It it definitely caused me to to be inspired to write some some different type of stuff. Does it inspire you to when those light and darkness sort of decisions come up in your life to make sure you're picking the light? Is that kind of a weird question? But I think I know what I'm asking. I think that having a family makes you root for the light even more than you could have ever known you ever mm-hmm. would. Mm. you know because it's it's one thing for you to have to deal with this world and 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 what it what it is and what it's about but when you have that little innocent kid you know you yeah you, you're definitely rooting for the light at that point in time mm. you know yeah because i mean even still i want my kids to have and my kids are older than your kids right but it's like i still want this world to be a better place for their sake absolutely and then their kids sake absolutely you know? yeah. and i guess that's why i still think it's possible <laughs> yeah you got to have hope right i mean yeah. I, the, the world is is a pretty dark place but uh i try to hold on to hope too that it can pathetic as the human race is to quote a a, a, a line from <laughs> dopamine right that's right yeah who are, you, who are you singing to there I don't think I'm singing to to anyone specifically. I think it's it's more of a a general place that society is in. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I think it's coming from the perspective of a person that sees everything around them and and is so disgusted by it and disappointed by it, but then looks within and sees it there too, and and is addicted to and controlled by the same things that everyone else is you know needs the same little dopamine ticks as as uh the rest of the 
pigs. <laughs> Here, here's what I thought was a deeper line than maybe, uh, uh, maybe you meant, I don't know, but we use the group to feed the beast. Mm-hmm. Talk, talk to me what you, th- that's, you know, there's sort of a mob mentality out there to get people riled up. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, a, a mob mentality is a good way to look at it, you know, and then, uh, somebody gets sacrificed to the to the beast and then everything calms down and it goes back to normal you know but you know it's just you look around at society and and the relationships that you see amongst other people and that you have and and you really start to break things down and get into the psychology behind um what drives a lot of people yeah and it's just that you know you dig and dig and it gets uglier and uglier and uh, I've just been into that kind of thing lately, you know, just um, digging in that world and, and writing about that world and interested in that. So when you when you dig into that world, are you just sort of banging it out online or are you reading articles about it or because, you know, it's a it's a big, deep, unknown depth of when you start digging into why we are <laughs> and why we react and why we do you know and that kind of yeah psychoness well i think first of all i've always been interested in that and that's the people watching yeah. um thing that i've always i've always had since i was even young you know a, a kid but so i i think that you know if you watch you watch people enough you start to see patterns and then you you start to see them in yourself and and you start to realize that, you know, people are people and, and are driven by a lot of the same things and, and uh, made to tick by the same things. And there's a, there's a lot of, of psychology um, concepts that, that are really consistent with, mm-hmm. with everyone, you know. And uh, so that's interested me a lot lately. And, and I just jump online and listen to lectures and yep. interviews and, and uh, find people that are talking about the subjects I'm interested in. And... Um, just dig on them, you know, see if, if they've written things I can read. And, and, uh, right. like I said, um, you know, YouTube, just lecture after lecture and right. after interview, it's so easy to get to this information. If you spend some time, I always wonder if there's people out there who, uh, can kind of see from a different vantage point and they just kind of go, Oh yeah, well we knew why a president Trump would be elected. And we know why this, this, particular band or artist is popular you know i mean it's like they kind of go yeah well this is this is just human nature for all of us to react this way after these set of circumstances are in front of us well yeah you know what yeah very predictable when we're going like what why are they popular and how could he become president and all that kind of stuff you know yeah i think i think that's probably true but I think there are also people that can sit there and say, yeah, I knew that was going to happen because they were in control of it, you know? I know, Illuminati stuff, man. Well, I mean... Scary. Yeah, I mean, you know, name or title aside, the idea that that um, we're in less control than we're told we're in is, I mean, it's naive to believe that, that um, there aren't the most powerful richest people trying their very best to control everything you know it's naive to think that they would just want to give everyone a, a say and a and a, a place in the world and uh, be fair 
because that's not what power produces you know mm-hmm. power and money breeds desire for more power and money and control and so when you when you when you just think about the people that can really pull strings and can really spend money and can you know the, the banks of of london i mean the rothschilds they can definitely do whatever they 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 can get done anything they need to get done so no one can control everything but certain people can, can can control more than others and i think that things definitely come down from a from a top kind of small group mm. Mm. so is that where you come down with the uh, build into the breed because that's kind of what that's kind of the goal if i if i were a rich and powerful person and i wanted more of it and more of it i would think how can i get this into the culture so i don't have to work so hard at it because i got a golf game i gotta attend to absolutely yeah <laughs> design society design the food design every single aspect of of life to the point that and you know combined it combine that with of course psychology and the, the understanding of human psychology and you can see how they could start molding things you know controlling this element controlling that element understanding us better than we understand ourselves is that because we're weak in mind in spirit i mean really i mean because i don't want to i don't want to feel like i'm controlled but you know what i can say that out loud right now but i wonder if the reality is i kind of like being controlled <laughs> you know because then i don't have to think so hard and i can just watch ellen and the news and go wow the world's messed up but pizza's on the way I still got my house yeah and, and uh, i'm gonna yeah. get in my nice warm bed tonight and right have the ac cranked while i sleep and absolutely cozy and yeah we all want our our creature comforts in our life where we're not afraid of being killed by an angry mob you know at any second or or our house broken into by roaming you know thieves and so everybody wants the what society has to offer but then what happens is the people that are given the reins start trying to figure out how to affect more than they should you know hey the song stars are you, I, I guess i kind of jotted down that you're trying to somebody's trying to make sense of this life more stuff that we're talking about here yeah 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 for, i mean as a as an overall I, you know that someone might have been me i don't know <laughs> well, she's kicking like hell for a place in the in the race you can't win, and I just wonder if that's if if I don't I don't want to feel like I'm the proverbial you know rat on a on a wheel that's going around, but sometimes I wonder if I'm the rat on the wheel going around. We all are, yeah, in a way, and that you know that was obviously that line right there is directly affected by having a, a baby in my wife's belly that was right. kicking like crazy right. at the time and. Um, I like that line. It's, it's yeah. pretty nice. Well, I, I guess I love that. I also love in, you know, I love the, what's the meaning of it all? We'll never know, I guess. Yeah. I guess sometimes that's where I really do come down to. It's like, I, I think everybody wants the answers to life. And I think I've decided that I, I'm not going to know the answers. And I think I'm cool with that. It's just, they're too big. No one knows them. Yeah. It's just, we, we're all just doing our best. But the more, the more that people say they know them, the more that this group of people like to follow them and I, I that just pisses me off people are people are inspired by confidence so you get somebody that like you said can you know 
stand up in front of a crowd and, and claim to know everything and have it all figured out with such confidence and a bunch of weak people will start following them immediately and yeah. gets out of hand. Well, I used to have the phrase with this listening dude, uh, and I would say, you know, you've got questions, I've got more. And then I had a marketing company do a whole bunch of stuff for the show and blah, blah, blah. And they're like, people don't want to listen to a show where you have questions. They want to listen to a show where you give them answers. And isn't that all that's wrong with our society right now? <laughs> yeah, man. My God, every, everyone should be at... They, they're trying to make it so that people... They're, they're trying to... They're trying to stomp the create the ability to critically think out of our society. That's what it is. Sorry, coming up with that thought was a little tricky there, but yeah, no, I think there school does not teach critical thinking. Our society has just gone into a place where we just, like you said, we we look for our answers on the television, and we look for our answers here, and we look for our answers there. When, I mean. I'm a firm believer that the answers to everything are are in here, you know. You, but you got to learn how to ask them right to yourself. You got to learn how to how to ask yourself the question, process all the information, and come up with a conclusion on your own. But yeah, I guess I was going to say. But even then, I, I don't know that I'll find the answers because I. Because because I'm convinced I can't find the answers, so I'm. Right. I guess I want to find part of the answers. I, and I, I don't know. I'm I'm very. I'm just really comfortable where I'm at, and I assume that by me saying that should mean that I'm very uncomfortable. I, you know what I mean in a way, because I'm sure that somebody would go, "Well, you haven't given your heart to the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, or something like that," and I'd kind of go like, "Well, how do you know? I mean, you know what I mean? It's like how, how can you make that determination just because I said." I don't know what all the answers are, and I'm comfortable with that, you know? Yeah. I don't know. There's, there's, I guess the only thing, you know, I mean, the whole sort of, you know, death and taxes sort of, you know, goofy phrase, you know, it's like, well, it's the only thing that's sure in this life, and I just wonder yeah. if uh, this death thing, I don't know. I can say right now I'm not afraid of it, but, you know, if somebody tomorrow said you've got cancer, I might get a little more afraid of it, you know what I mean? I don't know. I'm sure that's, yeah. that's probably how, I mean... I consider myself to be a little bit less afraid of it than probably most people um, because I've had a, an interesting life where, yeah. you know, I've had to face it yeah. from time to time as a possibility and process that and how does that feel and what does that mean. And I think just doing that helps you get a little closer to being not cool with it, but, uh, yeah. you know, um, understanding that it's part of the process and yeah. and... Um, being able to handle the concept a little bit more. Well, I remember my mom, I, when I was talking to her on her really pretty close to deathbed, she was like, you know what I'm saddest about is I, I'm actually looking forward to whatever's next because I'm kind of curious about that, but I'm really sad to not see uh, my grandkids do things in life. And I thought, well, I, I hope, my whole hope is that is you still get to see that once you're beyond this world, right? But I, but you know, but you know, you and I have kids, and I that's one thing I've got. I just want to miss my kids. It's and that's a big that's a that that is tugs right in the middle of. Well, no wonder I want to, you know, follow the the yellow brick road, you know, and just sort of toe the line because I want to make sure I don't miss my kids. You're, yeah, because at the end of the day, your ultimate goal is the prosperity of you and your kids yeah, yeah. so you're, you're just balancing every other thing every other variable and 
trying to make the outcome as prosperous as you can for you and your kids. And, yeah, and, may, and maybe that's how, maybe maybe those on high, as, as, as you say, maybe that's what they understand more than more than most right they know what your priorities in life are oh yeah 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 they they know how to how to pull those heartstrings okay last line in the song uh my name or not the last line but you know last kind of uh verse in it carry enough regrets to build this meth and tear it tear it to the ground feeling a step behind pathetic li- <laughs> i assume there's something else there feeling a step behind pathetic life i'm dragging this around and I, I just love that awesome dude i'm glad you like that yeah Yeah. do you want to expound on that sure yeah um you know that song is just kind of about feeling ugly you know Mm -hmm. feeling like like a monster and feeling ugly and uh we've all been there no matter no matter what you've done in your life how no matter how horrible or innocent the worst thing you've ever done may be you know or just a relatable concept have you have you read or watched any lectures about why that happens to us i mean why one day can i get up and go man i love what's going on in life right now and then two days later i can wake up and go hmm. <laughs> i mean is it just are we just chemistry sets out there and once in a while we're just i have no idea yeah. but i don't yeah but i you know it does seem like it does seem seem like we're in an age of like uh, an especially large amount of emotional instability. Mm-hmm. You know, anxiety is like a a, a new epidemic, and mm-hmm. um, you know, who, who knows why society has has come to the place that it's come to? But it does seem like um, we're we're all a little emotionally fragile. Well, well you can say anxiety is a a new thing but you did have a record entitled anxiety over 10 years ago so i don't know oh, if it's yeah. really a new thing if you know what i mean no right? it's not new but I, I just mean in in the uh in the very you know it, it's it's a more supposedly it's a more recent yeah. type of affliction you know where i mean how do you how do you really know that i mean some yeah, no. cowboy in the 1800s may have had anxiety and didn't say anything about it you know it's but uh, and he was a better man than me because he, he he wasn't able to accept it, and he just went, "I'm just going to keep moving forward." <laughs> exactly. I gotta I gotta get a wolf tonight. But you know, at the same time, there's a lot of things changing, and and there are a lot of elements around us that have that have changed in in the recent past, um, from a complete natural order of things to a complete unnatural order of things when it comes to food and water and air. And so who knows what kind of, and, and, you know, fucking, uh, vaccines. And I mean, it just, it goes on and on, you know, the, the, like you said, yeah, chemistry said, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure this is a 24 hour a day, 365 day a year experiment (laughs) and we're the guinea pigs. Well, if that's true, then I'm just going to have to try to enjoy myself as much as I can during that time. So That's the key, you know. I guess, we, right? You still got to find a way to be happy. I guess I don't even know. I was thinking, do I really know what the word oblivion means? Do, it's just oblivious to, you know, um, unaware of of your surroundings. So then my question on the Free Oblivion song, semi-sort of title track, right, is, so are we just sitting ducks, right? similar idea for yeah it's 
I've been writing about some similar themes for the last mm. few records. Yeah. Um, but you know, they're, they're themes that, uh, I feel passionate about and I can't find, I can't seem to rip myself away from them. I, you know, you'd think that I would have gotten bored and, and moved on, but it's, this is subject matter that I, I just keep finding myself just digging and digging and digging for years and years now. And, um, it's interesting and it's important and it's worth some extra time. So, well, as my dad would say, it's just because you're wrestling with it. Yeah, <laughs> right. Absolutely. So, are, are there times when you're when you're performing and you is there like a specific song that when you're performing you just wish people would get it? <laughs> I mean, is there one song you go, God, I, I just hope this falls on the ears or in the hearts or however you use those uh, phraseology. You know, to be honest with you, uh, this new record, Oblivion, I mean, it's it's kind of a, a concept album of sorts. Mm -hmm. they, the songs tie together, it's purposeful, and it, and it is about everything that we've just talked about. Right, right. Um, and more, you know, there's all kinds of there's all kinds of things I think that are crazy, but uh, that we haven't gotten into. But yeah. the the bottom line is this: uh, of everything that I've made lyrically, this is the album that that I would love to see people pick up, listen to, and actually understand. But you know, I I don't have my my hopes too high. But I mean, it's, it's always there's always some people that will get it, and some people that won't. But um, you know, and it's not that. It's not that people aren't smart enough to understand it. It's it's just how how closely do they actually pay attention, you know? So we'll see. Well, I think I think we're everybody's on a path. I think you know, and I don't know. I guess I hope because I I, I don't want to say my time has passed. I want to say that somebody out there must have uh, is more equipped to be the next you know George Clooney of the world and you know make movies or or art or something that matters and will actually penetrate the collective consciousness that we that is us right that's what i hope and 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 maybe that person right now is you know 21 years old and they're going to be at the show tonight right that's you just you never, never know. know yeah know. absolutely and you just hope i mean i guess you hope right because some reason i'm talking to you now is that somebody's going to listen to this interview and go Oh wow! I got to I got to dig into that music a little bit more, and then who knows what who knows what the next um, scenario is that is out there that people will connect with, you know? Yeah. Whether it's movies or something beyond that, I have no idea what it is. But you True. know, the next level of technology that's going to just envelop people's worlds and yeah. sweep you know I mean? them away. I mean, it just I, I just remember I have some older friends who are just like they thought when Bob Dylan was you know changing his life and being super spiritual if not super christian it's like they thought that was the he was the dude and it's like no i wasn't around when bob dylan was that doing all that but it's like mm, not much changed <laughs> you know yeah i mean i almost think that for the last 15 years we've been talking it's like well dude we might be talking about the same stuff we were talking about when when 2003 was happening you know in a, in a way yeah you know and that kind of bums me out but it also means at least we're still talking about it, you know. It's true. Two people in the world, at the, least. The world has survived these fifteen years, and we have too, and we have families, and and yeah. they're they're good, and yes, yes. So, as much darkness as is out there, seems like we've 
we've both done a, a decent job at keeping ourselves in the light and you know hopefully we can continue to at least have prosperous lives and uh, protect our kids lives and enable them to have something lovely <laughs> lovely yeah i'm gonna say that's the way to end an interview right cool <laughs> sounds good awesome Thank you, thank you, thank you for reals. I know you're searching. Don't, don't stop. stop. Keep on scouring lyrics and songs and movies and books and anywhere you can find inspiration. You are worthy of love and a great life. Give and get. Listen in and share the goodness. I sign off sincerely, comma, Frank Jenks, questioner, interviewer, searcher, hoper. <laughs>